This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld It's Friday, Friday <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, because we because we do this show three times a week, it really feels like you get the whole up and down roller coaster of our yeah. week. And you know, there's never a dull week on Bravo. Um, we had some great episodes this week. La- Vanderpump, Beverly Hills, that was fun. And last night we got another exciting episode of New York as well. Would you call it exciting? Or I could probably think of another adjective, but it was. <laughs> There was, I thought there was... There it was, was like a, a ping pong match at one time. I was like, what is happening? It wasn't my favorite episode ever, but there was still a lot happening. And mm-hmm. we also got to see um, a very wasted Sonia Morgan in a corn maze. So, <laughs> Oh my God, we should, at the end of the season, see what how many episodes she was drunk and how many she was completely sober for because that could be a fun little like challenge like keep a little tally yeah um (laughs) i'm just like so cheery today i think it's because it finally hit like in the 70s weather-wise it's gonna be like in the 80s today and i'm i don't uh, I don't. And I think I it's supposed to, to rain be, all weekend. I think. I don't, don't hold want it to be hot outside. Like I want yeah. it to be nice outside. But... I know. <laughs> um. Anyway, we can't think of anywhere we'd rather be than Cam Getaway in this weather. <laughs> Is that the case? <laughs> yeah. So we. I watched it again, and let me tell you, I actually watched it last night. It's giving me serious summer house vibes. Yeah. I, I like very serious summer house esque. They're going on the weekends from the city. They're showing them at their jobs and they're going driving to um I actually don't know where it is. The Berkshires maybe? Um Poconos. Um, but I should look that up. Um, and they're having fun and letting loose on the weekends and it's kind of like pulling me in. I really like it. I do. And there's drama. So I highly suggest you watch it because I don't really know why. I don't have <laughs> Because what the fuck else know. are you doing? I'm like, don't know why you should, but like, you should. It's like, it's fun and <laughs> I can make you feel like a kid again. I don't know. I, so last weekend, non-Bravo related, I started watching Dynasty, the reboot, because mm. I have a few friends who watch it, including our coworker Ashley. She is on the Dynasty train hard. And I was like, I'm just going to watch this. It seems fun. And I, it's been less than a week, and I've watched 32 episodes. And 
<laughs> it's just so crazy right now because I don't even feel like I like it that much. I'm like, oh yeah, this is fun, whatever. I'll put on an episode. And then I realized that I've already watched a season and a half. That happened to week. me with Ozark. That happened to me and I was like not feeling it. But wait, so you like Dynasty. It's fun. It's very over the top. Oh, uh, I started non-Bravo related. I restarted Desperate Housewives, which is a serious throwback and I love it. And I'm already on season three. <laughs> I I have been considering a Desperate Housewives rewatch. It's on the it's on the list. Yeah, and it's good. But you know what? That one kind of takes time. You have to pay attention and not mm-hmm. like pay attention like Game of Thrones pay attention, but there's so many details. And there's eight seasons, which like that's a long show if you think about it. So only it's, the best are like more than five seasons. It's funny because I remember at the beginning of work from home quarantine period, I was like, okay, like I better strategize about what TV I want to <laughs> watch because if this only lasts a few weeks, I don't want to feel like I wasted it. And then now I'm looking back. And since we've been bored in the house, I finished Southern Charm. I watched all of Ladies of London. I watched all of Summer House. I, I can't even all, tell, list everything that I've watched. I watched all so of Below far. Deck Med. I'm on season three <laughs> of Married to Medicine. I'm like, this is a little bit gross at this point. How many shows what? I have fi- watched to yeah. completion since we have been working from home. My brother said to me the other day, like, what if you run out of things to watch? And I said to him, I can say with full confidence that from now until the rest of my life, I won't run out of things to watch. <laughs> my roommate actually asked me if I had, he's like, you've seen like all the Bravo shows now, haven't you? And I'm like, well, I've seen all the like Housewives and Southern Charm, like that kind of stuff and Vanderpump, but oh, there's always more. <laughs> there is always more, but we should get into Real Houses in New York from last night because at the end of this episode, we have an interview with Leah McSweeney, our New York newbie. Well, yes. housewife newbie. She's not new to New York. <laughs> Leah has, I will say she has made her mark very quickly. And yeah. so I was excited to get to talk to her. And she spilled a little bit of tea, talked about her first impressions of the women. And it was just a fun time. Leah is such a chill, easy person to yes. talk to. We're so fans. Definitely stick around at the end of the episode for that interview because it was a fun one. But imagine to this week's... Oh, yeah. Because we were saying how much we like her. So imagine how hard that is. Even someone asked her that question when we talked last week. You're first going onto a show. You don't know if you're going to be liked or not liked. And you don't have that much room to make that impression. So that's like really hard. I can't imagine what will happen to me when I'm on The Housewives. Like what list I'll be on. But. <laughs> In three to five years <laughs> when you get cast on Real Housewives. Oh, God. Yeah. Last night started off with Tinsley at this boxing match. And let me tell you something. As soon as quarantine is over, I am booking a class with this guy. With Martin? Oh, my God. <laughs> On the one I watch, I just want to stand up and, like, p- throw punches. He's nuts. He looks, he looks like, kind of like Andre the Giant, but with, like, more hair. No, what is that guy in Mario Kart? Who does he look like? <laughs> Donkey Kong? I don't know. I don't think he looks like, maybe I'm not big. <laughs> I was like, wait, he doesn't look like Don Kong. I don't know. He's so like nice though. He's almost looks like a gentle giant, even though he's probably not that gentle, but he also can't pronounce any of the women's names, which I was laughing out loud. At. Yeah. He goes, he goes to Rindo. Where, where do they get these names? And then he calls her Dor- Dorito. Dorito. Um, but it's so Dinsel funny. Dance. 
He was calling Tinsley like Dinsel Dan. <laughs> so we see Tinsley in this boxing class with going, sparring with Martin. And she is, I will say, not doing well at the boxing part. But Martin is basically giving her a therapy session while they're boxing. And honestly, I feel like he was pretty good at that. He got, he got her to admit some, some insecurities and stuff. She did not last long in the ring, but that was We should have really Tinsley and Sutton boxing each other. That would be pitiful. I know. I have my money on Tinsley, though. <clears throat> um, so then we also see at the same time, Dorinda is with Luann and Leah at the High Line, which I, I miss going to the High Line. I know. Um, and she's claiming that she is not interested in Tinsley, basically implying that she doesn't give a shit about her and she doesn't care about her. Which is funny, considering that so far the main storyline this season has been <laughs> Dorinda picking fights with Tinsley. Yeah, it's weird. You you I do said, care a little bit. I think that's like kind of a classic housewife thing that one person feels like they're better than the other person, and they're like, "Oh, I'm above her. I don't care about her." And it's like, then why are you trying to ruin her life? Right, but it's equivalent to you liking a guy or a guy liking a girl it's like I don't care about him I don't care about him like I don't care about him meanwhile you're stalking like their life and know every detail about it and there's something about that person that's just irking you and bothering you that you can't let go and this just continues to unfold and it like hurts to watch it's like when to be honest I don't give a shit about Barry but she keeps showing up on these <laughs> podcast recordings three times a week and so I, have I to, didn't like, know who you were about to say and then I looked and it was me I was like, I have to you're speak, mean Just I have kidding. to speak to her three times a week even though I'm not interested in her at no we have all. to record three times a week we definitely have to speak more than that oh my gosh <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Okay, so then the big bombshell this episode, which is not really a bombshell, but they treat it like <laughs> such, is that Page Six has reported that John and Dorinda are taking a break. And of course, we know in real life they're not together right now, so it's not super shocking. Right, because they're not quarantining together. That some of the ladies are finding this out from Page Six, and then we see all of them 
one after another in their interviews, giving their reactions, and no one is surprised. Not a single person is surprised. Well, they're not surprised. This was my this was my thought about this last night, actually. The way they did this and they showed this in the episode was kind of bizarre. They didn't show a lot about it. They didn't, it was kind of like they knew about it already and they were expecting it. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like they kept yes. showing it and they weren't like, oh my God, and going to everyone's reaction. They were just talking about it like, yeah, okay, they broke up. But not, no one was like really consoling her. They were kind of more consoling her because she seemed to have been more upset about Richard's death which is duh, that'll never go away. But like, it was almost like she was more upset about that because she was comparing breaking up with John to the loss of her husband. And um, I don't know, the women reacted weird, I think, because they never were really fans of John. So they were never fans of John. And to be honest, I don't think, I think it had been a while. I think John and Dorinda were more serious a few years ago. Yeah. But it it never seemed in the last year or so like Dorinda was really relying on John for anything other than someone to dry hang out cleaning. With. Or dry cleaning. <laughs> or dry cleaning mostly. <laughs> um, so anyway, we go on this day trip to an orchard. Wait, you forgot where... the mo- the worst um, part of the episode. Oh my God. When they go yep. to Luann, goes over to Leah's apartment and spent a good like five minutes ripping apart Leah's apartment, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with. Like Leah's apartment, I would say, is a a very normal, nice apartment. Yeah. It's, okay, because it's not your multi-million dollar Upper East Side apartment that's renovated and bigger than she needs. That's absolutely fine. That's the thing, like, Leah is the kind of woman where, is she rich? No, but has she done well for herself? Yes. And so she she has an apartment that you would expect a real person who is 37 and has worked and mm-hmm. has some level of success, but hasn't ever married rich, hasn't ever, you know, she's not a billionaire, she doesn't pretend to be. And even when we were talking to her, it's like, she's a normal person she has some nice things she's had some success but she's not like pretending that she is an heiress or a socialite but also for that reaction i was very surprised by luann because i feel like that's not really luann of to do compared to like if ramona came to leah's apartment i would 100 percent expect that behavior but i was like i was i guess on my phone and then i looked up and i was expecting them to be in like a jail cell and i was like what's <laughs> happening like her apartment was super kinda, cute it was disappointing to see that from luan cuz it was just so unnecessary yeah um but, ooh, this orchard or vineyard or weed <laughs> weed world or whatever it was called <laughs> we go to we go to the orchard and they're going to be doing a hay ride and a s- apple cider and there it's Luann's idea and they're going in the corn maze at a wine tasting and before we get to any of the activities the the fun activities that they have planned they're sitting down at this table they've been given the choice of cider or wine and of course they immediately go with wine and we get probably i would say the biggest conflict we've had so far this season yeah and so dorinda is talking about john and she's talking about john and richard and how she doesn't really want to talk about it and she doesn't want to get into it and whatever the second time this season she doesn't really want to talk about something that she's talking about 
And then Tinsley makes a comment sort of under her breath, but loud enough for everyone to hear about how it's a double standard because Dorinda has many times now called her out for not being open about her relationships. And Dorinda does not react well to that. She is really pretty, she says some pretty awful things to Tinsley after that. She says that her chewing gum lasts longer than Tinsley's relationships. She says that not only is she not value added, she is unvalue added and that she's invisible. And then she says that she can't edit herself to dumbness. Yeah, it was it was very nasty and it was hitting very low. And you can tell that she just targets Tinsley, like targets her. And it got to the point where, you know what? Tinsley does like should have cried, which she did, but she should have because it's okay to be strong when someone says those mean things to you. But like, it's also okay to like show your emotion and what you did was actually mean and hurtful. And like, she walked away, which is fine, but it's getting to the point where it's like kind of unbearable to watch, to be honest. I don't, I don't like seeing that. It was not a fun side of Dorinda to see. And then even yeah. after she cooled down a little bit, she, she cooled down, but she didn't apologize to Tinsley for what right. she said. She just kind of kept rambling. And we saw her have a little bit of a moment with Leah, which I did think was nice. Leah, I think, has found herself in mm-hmm. kind of a tough position of being sort of the the mediator between right. Dorinda and Tinsley. And I think she's doing a good job of, you know, towing the line. But, oh, it just is... It's not fun. And I've been hearing for a while that Dorinda was going to have kind of a rough season. And it seems like we're seeing that really come into play now. And even on the preview for next week, it looks like Dorinda is just kind of being rough with Tinsley and the other women. And it makes me sad because I like fun Dorinda, but this Dorinda is not fun. Yeah. And uh, Leah even made a good point in her confessional when she said, Dorinda's really upset about Richard like I said earlier but she was like but what does that have to do with Tinsley like why are you being so mean to Tinsley you know so but also in the beginning when they first got there just quickly I like when Ramona was calling out Tinsley for the heels and the diamonds she was wearing and then Tinsley said to her you are wearing the same heels and diamonds and Ramona goes oh yeah like why are these people picking like fights it's so ridiculous but side note i really love this color on ramona this season i love a good orange but we get into this corn maze and they are now very drunk and they are split up into teams which by the way were not even it was elise ramona and uh who was it i don't remember (laughs) oh my god and then i can't remember and then like leah tinsley sonia and they're all so drunk going in different directions. Sonia's peeing, stealing corn, chucking corn. Like, I don't know what they're all doing. And also, how did they get out? Okay, my, they never, sh- the end goal was. They didn't, sh- they showed them making it to the little tower in the middle. They did not show them finding their way out of the maze. I don't <laughs> want to know how long that took. But the funniest thing to me is the camera, you could tell the cameramen were like running around trying to follow them and the cameras would just like, <laughs> swing around around a corner and that is my dream job to be holding a camera running around following these blackout women (laughs) in a corn maze oh how do i get well they should have done the timing like in spongebob they should have done like one hour later like at the end of the corn maze 
That scene could have been three hours or ten minutes. Either way, it was very. Please, you know, at one point, Ramona was probably like, "I don't want to do this anymore. Get me out!" Like, and they give a flag, like to see where. (laughs) Ramona's like, "I'm calling Andy. This isn't in my contract." By the way, this didn't happen. We are actually just making up hypothetical situations. (laughs) Um, So. Afterwards, we see Dorinda and Ramona having a little bit of a moment. Ramona seems empathetic, but then in her confessional, she says, she says, we can see Dorinda's pain and who's suffering from it. We are! And that is just, it's so funny because we are weirdly seeing Ramona kind of be the voice of reason this season. But she's still, Ramona is gonna Ramona and... Oh, I love it. Her confessionals um, are so funny. Then, she has zero sympathy for anyone. <laughs> and then probably my favorite moment of the episode at this wine tasting dinner, everybody is drunk as fuck. And we get, we start talking about small penises. <laughs> and um, Sonia says, you never touch a small dick. And honestly, words to live by. Honestly, the fact that we need to compare dinner scenes that Beverly Hills is fighting over glam and New York is fighting over penises, like pick, pick, a, pick a lane. Like, where do you want to watch? Yeah, honestly, that's pretty good advice that she gave. And we all know these women have been around the blocks. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> okay, before we get into our interview with Leah, Barry, who is your Bravo Lab, uh, your number one Bravo Lab in the group? My Bravo Lab this week is Ramona because she didn't do anything that nasty. <laughs> is that a really good reason for her? My, my Bravo Lab? She didn't do anything bad. She, no, but she, she looks great. And I, I'm that color orange is, is like doing something for me with her. And she was very like well behaved this episode. So yes. I'll give her that. She's having a good season so far. I'm like mm-hmm. Ramona right now. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one is going to be Leah. We have obviously... Obviously, we spoke to her, but I just think she's doing a good job of kind of working within the group and being supportive and also being entertaining. Yes, agreed. Stick around for our interview with Leah, and then we will be back on Monday with another episode. Thanks, guys. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathable. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. I am so 
so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Welcome back, guys. We are now joined by the lovely Leah McSweeney. Welcome, Leah. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Hi, Leah. Hi. How's your- how are you? How's your quarantine been going? Um, it's okay. <laughs> it's, I know, right? Like that question is so, how do you think it's going? I know. No, I mean, it's like some days are better than others. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's, it's like early today. So we'll see how the rest of the day goes. But like, you know, I'm just trying to stay positive. It's, sometimes it's hard to do, to be honest. But, <laughs> but, you know, I'm healthy and I have a roof over my head and food on the yes. table. So I'm okay. We saw that, that there's true. a new puppy in your life now. Yes, Angel. Ugh. Like, she's right. Oh, what is she eating? Oh, my God, stop. Oh, no. <laughs> she's, like, eating carpet fuzz. She's um, so like, small. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Hi, Angel. This is Angel Marie. <laughs> For Hi, everyone baby. listening, Leah oh, just brought her so beautiful sweet. little puppy onto the Zoom call, and... She is so tiny. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a big, strong name for such a little girl. <laughs> I know. Wait, it's saying my internet connection is unstable, but is it okay for you guys? You're, yeah, you're fine. I think. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good? So, okay. So tell us what has this season been like so far? Obviously, we've been kind of in quarantine the whole time since it premiered, but how are, how are you feeling so far? I feel like it's obviously just so it's such a different like experience going through it while this is also happening mm-hmm. like coronavirus. So, but then again, I don't know any other way to experience it. You know, it's been like, there's something nice about like, just in a way I feel like I still have my privacy because right. I'm home. And like, that was the one thing that I was like, whoa, that's going to be weird. It's like not having like anonymity or privacy or whatever, you know, like, I mean, obviously I had somewhat of a small, I had a small following because of my brand and like my podcast and stuff, but mm-hmm. nothing like, you know, what it is now or what it's going to be. Um, so, but all in all, the experience has been really good. Obviously. I mean, I've been received well, which is really nice because I cannot imagine 
being hated by the world during a pandemic, <laughs> that would be too much for me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know how Sutton's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I well, we can Sutton talk about be, that. Sutton might be getting a little bit better as the weeks go on. Hopefully totally. she'll, I feel you. she'll I feel get a you. more love. I feel you. I feel you. But <laughs> like, I definitely was like, Oh no, Sutton. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but it's been it's been an interesting experience though, for sure. It's cool. Yeah. So being from New York and young and being in the scene, you've obviously watched the show before. Yeah. So coming into it, did you watch any other Bravo shows and who were you most excited to be friendly with or have a relationship with? So and I hope like the New York girls don't get mad at me, but I've said this before. I wasn't watching, like I've watched New York in the past, but the past like few years I haven't watched. Like I think the last season I watched, watched of New York was when Luann had her Tom stuff Mm -hmm. going on. I mean, like, you know, how could I, I felt like such a voyeur watching it, but I'm like, oh my God, you know, it was crazy. (laughs) I was watching. We all, we we all, all were, obvious. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was watching on Bravo, I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of Jersey. Those were mm-hmm. like my shows that like I watched. Not like fanatically or anything, but like I really liked them, you know? And when I found, when I knew that I was maybe going to be on New York, I tried watching that season that was going on 11. Right. It, it would freak me out. Yeah. So I always feel like what it, is it better to not know anything that's going on or get an idea of what you're getting into? You know what? I wanted to just walk in and not have too many mm-hmm. preconceived notions about who they were or what, like, cause I knew it was going to be such an experience, such a different experience being in it than watching it anyway. Like you can watch and be like, Oh, I think I'd be friends with her. I'm going to hate her. But right. then when you actually meet the people, you have no idea because what if the girl you like ends up being a bitch to you and the girl right. you don't like ends up being your ally? Well, then you're not obviously going <laughs> to, you know, everything changes. So there's no point in having preconceived notions going into it. That's how I felt. So speaking of kind of those first impressions, who, what were some of your first impressions of the women and was there anyone that really surprised you? Um, so I was surprised that me and Luann connected so much at first and like I actually don't even think you can but it was more like a feeling you know that Mm -hmm. me and her like had with each other like I just got a very warm vibe from her of course um you know Ramona um was really even though she was being like her annoying self telling me to clean (laughs) and stuff um she was still pretty like she wasn't giving me a crazy hard time you know like she was being like funny about it all with me and I didn't take any offense to any of it um, but that will change as the season goes on. Um, Sonia, Sonia, um, I thought me and her were gonna click sooner, but there was some friction, obviously, me not understanding her Morgan stuff and things like that. <laughs> and Dorinda, you know, me and her took a few episodes as well to kind of get on the same page. <laughs> Right. Um, so going off of that, though, how did your expectations of these women differ? Well, honestly, I didn't have expectations. 
That's good. I just didn't. I, I mean, even when they did like, even when they were like asking me before I would do the sh- before I did the show or before I got on the show, they were like asking me, like, I'm not even supposed to say this shit. Sorry. But they're like, who do you think you'll fit in? Who do you think you'll get along with most? And I was like, I'm not answering that because I right. don't, I can't answer that. I have no right. idea. Right. Well, then speaking of you getting on the show as well, did you always want to, or did production reach out to you? How was, how did that go of you getting onto the show? Well, I mean, I've mentioned this before. Um, I have an esthetician who contacted me, who was like, I like Bethany is one of my clients. And like your name came up when me and her were talking and she wants to know if you'd ever be on the show. I mean, I didn't think that I would ever like, I live downtown. I, I said I'm anti-social. <laughs> like, I'm not, you know, how do I fit in here? But um, so that it was very random. Well, I, I might want that esthetician's <laughs> name. <laughs> she's, she's great. She's really good. That's one kind of fun thing I think so far that we've already seen is that you and your relationship with Tinsley specifically brings kind of a fresh vibe to the show that we maybe haven't really seen, <laughs> or at least not in a while. Right. And so how do you think that kind of caused friction with some of the other women? We've seen it with Sonia and certainly with Dorinda kind yeah. of maybe not meshing right away. I mean, look, I think there's obviously a generational gap, clearly. I mean, that's not, and that's not a diss. I mean, I was, no, just, I was born after them. <laughs> like, that's really it. I mean, and one day I'm going to be their age, you know, and I'm going to be like talking to a youngin, like my daughter being like, you don't get it, you know? And, um, so, uh, you know, I think that that's obviously, you know, you can see that it's clear. It's, um, like two different worlds kind of trying to mesh, you know, but also the women are, are all pretty like, you know, they're open-minded and stuff. I mean, maybe it didn't seem like it with the tattoos and everything. And that really did surprise me to be honest. I was like, Oh my me God, too. are you guys like, <laughs> I was like, everyone has, like, all the people whose music you listen to and the designers at all your favorite fashion houses, like, are, have tattoos. Everybody yeah. has a freaking tattoo. It's like, I'm basic because I have tattoos. Like, I'm a yeah. basic bitch. Like, it's pretty normal these days. So that was very um, surprising. Uh, you know, and, and part of me was like, are they just trying to be, like, trying to haze me right now? And they're, like, looking for any reason. And they can't find one except my tattoos because I'm I'm well-mannered and I'm pretty nice. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. <laughs> your tattoos <laughs> and your cool. and your use of texting is a hot topic also. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> I know. But I feel, I feel like, obviously, she kind of does have a point there. Um, and serious conversations conversations really should be over the phone like or face to face and probably so many issues in relationships like romantic or non-romantic or family or whatever are because like people are texting and not talking to each other so in hindsight I really actually think Ramon is right with that completely and that is something from our generation it's like we and even though I'm a zennial I'm not a millennial millennial I'm like between gen x and um, millennial. Right. So I had, I grew up, obviously I'm 37. So I didn't grow up with a cell phone or Facebook or anything like that, but I've become so used to this kind of technology that it is much easier to just text the hard, difficult conversations rather than call somebody. And I'm guilty of that. And, you know, obviously Ramona's from a totally different generation. She's from my mom's <laughs> generation. 
<laughs> it was so funny when you first joined the show. I was like, okay, I need to get used to her. I think I'll like her, but now I do. I really do. You're one of my favorites. Oh, but then when the whole <laughs> tattoo you. thing happened, I was like, are they kidding? I was like, I they were walking around like you had a tail. Like tattoos are so normal so weird. in the world. And I know. But speaking of that, did you get your tattoo removed that you were talking about? No, 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 I didn't. I never did. I have, look, I do have a couple, like I had one on my finger that's removed. Um, I have one on my toe that I've been getting removed or that I have, but I haven't gotten it done in a while. It only takes a couple of times for small ones, but it's painful. You know, and I have this, this chick who, uh, this woman named Bethany who owns a tattoo removal place that I go to to get anything like that done. But I didn't. I'm like, you know what? Now, <laughs> after that yeah. episode, I really can't ever get it removed. Like I have to just rock my tramp stamp forever. <laughs> I love no, that. No judgment. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so obviously on the show right now, we see that you and Tinsley have a really good kind of thing going. We know yeah. that she eventually gets back together with Scott and is spending a lot of time in Chicago. Yeah. What were your thoughts when that kind of started happening and what we can expect as that unfolds? I mean, I'm so happy for her because she's so happy and she's, getting to be with Scott. And I mean, from what I know and what she's told me, this is the guy that she's been in love with since she met him, you know? So I'm just really happy for her. Um, of course, when she started spending time there and left me, I was like, what? You know, but I, I mean, it's not, I wasn't like mad at her and I, I was able to kind of solidify my relationships with the other women, mm -hmm. before, you know, that happened. So I, I didn't feel like she was abandoning me or anything. I have my own relationships with all the women, you know, so it's fine. Right. Um, we love seeing Rob on the show. I was actually really excited to see that and how open and nice your relationship is. Yeah. But how has co-parenting been during quarantine? So we spent the first uh, like five weeks together in Long Island. And um, it was fine. Like we were, in a, we each had our own bedroom and like we had space but I mean towards the end of the five weeks I was like all right like you know I love this guy but I need my own space I'm feeling like not like there's anywhere I there's nowhere to come and go from but I need to feel like I can do that without having to tell anyone anything like I'm very like used to being independent so I'm like I need to get back to the city I don't even care put me in my small apartment like whatever I just want my own space you know so me and him, he lives a few blocks away from me. So Kiki's been staying with me primarily. She's not staying with him, but he comes over and hangs out. That's nice. That's great yeah. that you guys live so close together so you can still do that. Cause it's great. You know, even if you lived in two different neighborhoods right now, it that would, be would be very difficult. No, no, no. It takes difficult. me five minutes to walk over to him or he, him to me. So, you know, and we, we did that on purpose and, um, I, uh, it's, I, it's a great situation with him. You know, I'm very blessed. What was, was it difficult a decision for you to bring your daughter on the show? Cause she seems very open in front of the cameras in what we've seen, but what was that decision like as a mom? Yeah. You know, I think that me and Rob, that was a concern, obviously. I mean, we're, you know, we, 
were her parents. So we're like, all right, well, you know, what are the kids at school going to be saying about me? Or like, you know, now all her friends can like go like see me like naked, naked, growing <laughs> torches wasted, you know, but I, I just always, it's just always been about being open with Kiki and having like honest conversations with her. Angel, stop, stop. No, no. <laughs> Sorry if I'm screaming. Um, <laughs> She's being like a devil right now, actually. <laughs> um, but me and him talked about it. And like, you know, I mean, uh, we had the conversation and we just think it's, we were both agreed that it's okay as long as she's okay with it. Really, that's what it comes down to. Right. I like seeing her on the show too. And even her talking about like school and whether yeah. or not she wants to go. I think it's really nice that she's not fully on, but she's okay with it. Yeah. I mean, cause she was, you know, she's like, mom, this is your thing. It's not my thing. That's like how she was like, she's like, I'll be on mm. it sometimes, but it's not like about me. And like, I don't want it to be, you know, the real um, kids of New York. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Was it? <laughs> That'd be great. Was it a weird vibe at all that you're the only woman in the group right now that has kids at home still? Cause obviously a lot of these women have older kids or Tinsley doesn't have kids yet, but Right. Well, all the women have, you know, their children, obviously not Tinsley, but the other women, you know, they all have daughters, except like Luann has a son too. And all the daughters are about 24, 25, I think. Um, So I'm actually closer in age with them (laughs) than I am with the women. But like, you know, they've all, that's, see, that's a common, a commonality I have with them, you know, and they've been through what I'm going through with the almost 13 year old, you know, even though I think most of their kids were in in boarding school. But, um, you know, I think that having women who are mothers also, um, and have also dealt with their kids being on the show and things like that, except for Sonia, I think it's, it's helpful, actually. Right. Are we going to see you dating at all this season? So, (laughs) um, there's a guy that like I talk about a little here and there, um, but it doesn't, I'm not going to say, but you're not going to, no, you're not really, you're not going to see me go on a date or anything like that. Maybe, maybe I season 13. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because I, I literally haven't been, even though I'm very tempted to go on a dating app soon because I just want to You're not missing someone. anything. Just letting you See, know. this is the issue. <laughs> this is the issue is that I really, I kind of want to date like a Navy SEAL or something. Like I want like a bad Very ass. specific. Yeah. I know. But like, I want that jumping out of, you know, helicopters and I don't know. I could something. totally see that for you. I'm not sure what Ramona's reaction would be if you showed up to an event with a Navy <laughs> oh <my> SEAL. <laughs> she better thank him for his service. That's what she yes. better do. Yes. I don't know about that, but she should. <laughs> That's so um, funny. I have to ask about that night in the Hamptons. You know mm-hmm. the one, I'm sure. What was the one? What did we not see? Any like any moments because that was such a crazy episode there was so much going on what was it like being there for that wait the tiki torch night yeah okay just checking um if if there's anything we didn't see that is crazy (laughs) i know well actually so i tried on elise's like 25 carat diamond ring and it got stuck on my finger. I love that. <laughs> that that you didn't see. They had to like, we had to grease my finger up. I mean, it wouldn't oh. come off. 
my God. <laughs> yeah. that, Wait, that why miss. haven't we seen the ring on the show, though? I'd like to see a 25 carat well, ring. I, I don't know, because she doesn't wear it often. Um, she's, not a, she's not a showy person at all. Right. I mean, she's probably got more money than everybody combined. So, and double <laughs> that, actually. So, um, she's just not a showy person. That's not how she is. Wow. Yeah, that's funny. I wish they didn't cut that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Are we going to be seeing more of Elise in the next few episodes? You know, I, I don't know. Because I don't get to see, you know, I only get to see the episode right. one week in advance. But um, I hope you do. Because she's cool. She's super cool. She actually was in tonight's episode. And, or not tonight when we listen to this. But, right. and when she came on, I was like, oh, Elise is back again. And now she even had an interview in this right. episode. Yes, so right. I'm, she does. I'm like, yes. okay. She's becoming more of um, a girl yeah. in the group, which I yeah. like. I like how there's a, you know, the housewives and there's always that one friend of who is on the show, but yeah. gives us a little details that we need. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, she's cool. So okay. overall, how, how has being on the show um, been, has it been different from your expectations or how's your experience been doing a show like this for the first time? Um... It is a lot harder, a lot more draining than I thought it would be. I think um, dealing with the group and also it's like cameras, you know, and it is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's fucking, it's a hundred percent real. I mean, look, I mean, like the group text between me and all the women, it's real housewives of New York on the phone, like in a group text, you know, but having the cameras on you, you know, it's not like if they show up, I can go, you know what? I don't really feel like doing this today. I'm just going to go to sleep now. You know what I mean? Like I can't do that. So I don't know. It's, it's definitely, it's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting, but it's also very rewarding and challenging. And I feel like it's just another, uh, it's kind of peeling back another layer of yourself and getting to know yourself in a whole new way. And also there's things that maybe like, for instance, the issues with my mom, I was trying to like completely keep that away from the show. Mm-hmm. Impossible. Right. Because it's your everyday life. It's fucking hard. Like I really tried to, I didn't want to involve her and it ends up being part of my whole freaking storyline, you know, through the entire season. Right. Well, it is. I think it shows when when you're willing to kind of let that be open, though, because we saw, I mean, Lisa Rinna has talked about that even this season on Beverly Hills about how, you know, you sign up to show what's going on in your life and it yeah. might not be what you had kind of planned yeah. on for your storyline, but that's exactly it goes. Um, and it's actually, it's a lot easier to just let go and not try to hide it or anything, you know? But I also had my mom being like, I don't want to like, talk about that on I'm not going to talk about that on and then of course she did you know <laughs> like I don't want to talk about that on camera I don't want that out there and then we did so um and it's it's just easier just letting it go I mean just like letting go of all expectations just like you know what I'm putting it all out there I'm going to be myself I'm going to show people my life and if they hate it whatever if they love it also whatever because there's just not much else I can do if I'm just being myself Right. And it also helps you to connect with other people that 
maybe are going through the same thing or had gone through the same thing. So I think you're a great fresh add on to the show, which we needed desperately. I I appreciate that. Barry, ask your favorite question. (laughs) Oh yeah, I know. I was like, well, we have time. I need to know if, because I don't know what happened on the night of Sonia's fashion show. If you did end up wearing a cashmere set, yeah. Where would you have worn that little Kim dress to? <sighs> hmm. You had to have had that hanging like to wear to somewhere special. Well, you know what? I found it online and I just, cause I love little Kim really. She's like the insp- her whole, I mean her music and her whole vibe and just how she flipped People will try to look at her and say she's anti-feminist because like this, that's what people were saying when she came out. And to me, she was like the most empowering because she's like, I'm going to flip this whole misogynistic mm-hmm. way of thinking and be like, actually, fuck you. I'm making you eat my pussy and buy me a bag. And I was like, whoa, she just flipped it on all the dudes and like is, has all the power now, you know? So, um, and I also just, I mean, she's, there's many reasons. That's just one of many reasons why I love her. But I found that dress and I'm like, I need to wear this. And I wasn't expecting to wear it to Sonia's fashion show. I, I was going to wear it at some point, but I didn't know when. And then when I got that, I mean, are we really calling it cashmere? It's not cashmere. I don't know. I know. It was like, Maybe. as I was saying it, I was it's like, like. Perhaps a blend. <laughs> I mean, it's a, right. It's like a poly blend of some sort, you know, with like 0.2% cashmere. But um but then once I got that outfit, I was like, oh, hell no. I'm like, oh, I'll wear the little Kim dress there. And I had to get it. I, it's one of my people, one of the people that work on the show. I'm like, can I wear this? Like, am I allowed to? Like, is this going to be a legal issue? And they're like, no, oh, yeah. It's the image. Um, it would have been bad if they had to blur out the whole dress. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And that's, that's why I just made sure. Because I'm like, I cannot do what a little waste Kim. What a waste that would have been. Yeah. What a waste. So that's why I had to make sure prior. Okay, before we let you go, we ask all of our guests, what's the first thing you're looking forward to doing when quarantine is finally over? I am really looking forward to getting a massage at my favorite place on Canal Street. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> 90, 90 minutes, Oh, maybe even longer. I don't know. 90 minutes plus a 30 minute foot massage. I don't know. Like I'm going all, I'm going to just spend the whole day there. Like I cannot wait for that. And I can't wait to go to um, spa 88, which is the Russian Turkish bathhouse in my neighborhood. That I love. Ooh, I want to go there. <laughs> and we, we go there in the show. You do. Oh yeah. my gosh. I've, I think it's these, in a couple These bathhouses are insane. They're and amazing. you have wait, to know you, like the good ones. Where do you live? Can I say this on the oh, podcast sorry. for everyone to know? No, it's okay. No, I love I'm on. Oh, but you're in the city. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so we're both you, in the city. You're both in the city. Yeah. I'm like, so yeah. I mean, we have, there's like two good bathhouses in Manhattan. So definitely in need of some pampering once this (laughs) ordeal is through. Cut out my (laughs) ass. I know. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for you to like give me your whole like uh, government, like your social and everything. No, it's true. (laughs) Seven, six, four, three. (laughs) I was saying how spas, like obviously there's so many more important things in life. I know that. And health (laughs) comes first, whatever. But I was saying how spas, you're just doing a one-on-one appointment. I'm voluntarily making an appointment. If my person's wearing a mask, like, let them do it. I'm all Absolutely. for that. I'm paying. No. I know. Thanks. I need my face done. Like I need. I need something. 
all that. I know it's going to, I mean, I, I feel like there's going to be so many crazy guidelines and like probably the people who do our hair and nails, whatever, are going to be having to wear like crazy masks while they do it all. But yeah, we'll figure, we'll figure it out where there's a will, there's a way and us New Yorkers are spoiled as hell and yeah. <laughs> us girls need our, all our things done that we do. We'll It'll be worth it, it at the end of this. Don't care. <laughs> it is self-care. Well, Leah, thank you so much for joining us. This was thank so you. fun. Have, thank you we for are having me. I really appreciate it. Loving this season of New York and can't wait to see more. Good. You'll see a lot more. <laughs> and also, I love Betches, by the way. I think you guys are, uh, you guys are amazing. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.